Welcome to New York's number two sports show. The New York Giants outlast the New England Patriots. They beat them by a score of 10-7. to 7. And similar to last week, but even more so, I'm frustrated. Um, it's two straight wins for the Giants. They are in total no man's land as far as you're not close enough to sneaking in for, to the playoffs. You're not at 4-8. and eight. And... Now, the Giants sit in the at the number six spot. And to be honest with you, I don't see it getting a whole lot better than that. And most likely, I think it'll they'll probably tumble down a bit. They're going to win some games. They just are. So they're heading into their bye week. And this was a game that, you know, because I'm going to... The way I view this game and talk about this game is kind of like from a Patriots lens. Knowing that I was rooting for them in this one. And Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, to a lesser degree, were just absolutely awful. I thought Bill Belichick's play calling was really, really suspect and bad. And Chad Ryland misses a 35-yard field to tie the game. So just things haven't worked out this year. You know, when, when you you know when you know wanted Graham Gano to make a field goal versus the Jets, he didn't. And Greg Zerline does um, in, a, in a similar situation to this where it was 10-7. And, and, you know, but now rooting against them, it just, it's been a frustrating year. And, you know, then today, Jay Glazer says that there's tension between Brian Dable and Wink Martindale. And they, you know, all seemed well after the game. I think Dable gave Wink the, the game ball. But when there's smoke, there's fire. And I think Jay Glazer, who is extremely reputable and isn't just saying things to say things, that is interesting. And, you know, Martin, who knows? Wink may not be back next season. There was even speculation about maybe an in-season change. I I find that very hard to believe. That I, don't, I that I think is a stretch. That then would definitely tell you because this defensive unit really has not been so bad recently, generally speaking. So that's you know pretty big news bit to come out before the game. But we'll see what happens in the offseason, you know. And I think that. Look, two of those guys have, you know, they're both pretty fiery personalities and, you know, in different ways. Wink maybe more outwardly, but Dayball, we we know that as well. Um, and so, I don't know, because I think Wink Martindale is a very good defensive coordinator. And I've said all along, I would like to keep this coaching staff. As far as Mike Kafka goes, like, I don't, I'm not as opinionated on that because obviously Dayball with, with his offensive background, like, if somehow Kafka was gone... Like, that wouldn't be as big a deal, honestly, as it would be, you know, Wink Martindale not being there. And I think the Giants were fortunate. Patrick Graham, I thought, was a mostly good defense coordinator at, you know, at the time for the Giants. And just as well, Wink Martindale. Um, you know, not without their flaws, but look, the Giants defense, again, getting turnovers. Although, again, I think a lot of that is to do with the Patriots. Uh, and last game, the Commanders, but the Giants defense has been getting a ton of turnovers after they weren't getting any, what was it, the first four weeks of the season? Yeah, first four weeks of the season, nothing. And now a lot. They, what do they, have a three interceptions? I think it was three interceptions today for the Giants. Um, yeah, three. And some big ones as well, like some really critical ones. So, you know, look, there's some positives. Jalen Hyatt was great. Five catches, 109 yards. Like, he was really good. Um, and very excited about what he can bring to the table. The thing is, well, Dexter Lawrence didn't even play. Dexter Lawrence had a hamstring injury and did not play. You know, and I think that that was the right move. But from a Patriots standpoint, they were running the ball pretty effectively and just chose not to. I don't, this was not the case. But it really does make you wonder. It's like, that was the perfect tank loss for New England. It's like, they did everything they could to just lose the game. Stevenson and Zeke Elliott. Like, 
it wasn't always pretty, but they were running well. And you'd expect that to happen with no Dexter Lawrence trading Leonard Williams. And, and even Jordan Riley, uh, you know, got hurt. I think he hurt his finger possibly, and he left the game. You know, obviously there's Ashawn Robinson, DJ Davidson, a little bit of Raheem Nunez Rochez. So there's guys, but yeah, like it was tough. Tomorrow, D- Douglas gets hurt for the Patriots on a play where I thought Cam Brown should have been penalized. He basically clotheslined him in the head. Uh, like, and, you know, and he fumbled it. And luckily the Patriots, and again, the, the terminology I'm using is in the lens of the fact that I was all in, I'm rooting for New England. Luckily, New England had recovered it. But Tommy DeVito gets his uh, second straight win in his second straight, no, sorry, not second straight start, in his second, in his third start. He's two and one as a starter in the NFL. And look, Tommy DeVito didn't really make mistakes. 17 for 2,591 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. That's the key. He did fumble the ball. You know what? Oh, okay. So they, they, interesting. So the fumble goes against DeVito, but really it should have been Wandale Robinson. So he actually did tend to lose a fumble, but to me, that was probably more on Wandale on on a bad exchange. Um, But I digress. Um, Yeah. I mean, this was a big head on matchup between competition that you need. And again, it's not the end of the world. It's just fine. You want to tell me, okay, uh, who knows how a Caleb Williams, a Drake May, whoever it else may be, may, they may not be great. Okay, fine. Sure. Um, but then, but what does this win really do for you? Sure, it boosts morale and it's good for the players, good for the coaches. That's all well and good. I never, I never lacked faith in this coaching staff. So for me, it's not, oh, I need to, I needed to see anything. That was preposterous to me. Brian Dable was always coming back next year, as he should. So I don't need to see if they if they lost, I wouldn't be like, oh God, like gotta get rid of them. No way. Just not the case. So um it just sucks. You know, going to the bye five weeks to go. And yeah, I'll be rooting for losses the rest of the way, just because you're not making the playoffs. You're just simply not. Uh and, and look. If you weren't playing the Eagles twice, then maybe I could get on board. All right, let's just, let's go for the miracle run here. But you are. You were playing the Eagles twice, and at least one of those games, the Eagles will be going full go with their starters. And what's going to happen is, I can already see it now, the Eagles will have the number one seed locked up going into the last week of the season, and they will rest all their starters, and the Giants will win a very meaningless game. In the long line of giant Eagle fuck-ups and things you don't want, I so envision that happening currently. Uh, that's the way it looks right now. So, again, just just sucks because, like, it's not as if the Giants, like, played particularly well, right? I mean, last week, all right, DeVito looked good. You know, there was some things, and, and I don't know. It, it is what it is. And I don't blame, like, the play, look, the players, they got to play. This is their jobs. This is their livelihoods. Like, that, you got to play to win. Like, I, I totally get that. But, man, the, the Patriots handed this to the Giants. The quarterback play by New England was dreadful, terrible. Then Belichick, Patriots had a chance to maybe try for the win in this game. And they got ultra, ultra conservative to the point where they settled for a 35-yard field goal, which should have been good enough. But it was rainy conditions, just like it seems like every fucking Giant game is this year. And it always kind of turns out not the way I want it to. When I root for them, they don't win typically and when i root against them they do win typically so that's what it is so anyway let's talk about the game um giants and and look you knew this was gonna be low scoring and it was it was a pretty ugly game and the giants fucking found a way so um 
Let's see here. Giants start off with the ball. You get a Sa Saquon Barkley. It's a nice run. Saquon didn't really do much today. New England's pretty good against the run. Saquon was fairly bottled up. He had a couple of big burst runs, but nothing crazy from Barkley. But Jalen Hyatt with a 29-yard catch. But ultimately, with the Giants having a decent drive, uh, it's a, it's a bad you know it's a bad exchange between Devito and Wandale, and it's recovered by former Giant Jabril Peppers. And on the first drive, you could just tell right away that this was not looking good for New England. A good look, a six-yard run to start for Ramondre Stevenson, and then on third and two. Delay a game. Like, on the third play of the game, delay a game. You just can't have that, and, and so they punt it away. Giants get the ball back. Another big play to Jalen Hyatt, 22 yards, but DeVito sacked, and the Patriots had six sacks. That's the thing with DeVito. He takes a lot of sacks. But it's either sacks or, like, not horrible play. It just, you know, it's, it's interesting. Where he puts them in bad down and distances, but he's not turning the ball over. And he's kind of throwing with some decent enough better act. He's looking a lot better than I would have ever thought. Now... I, now it's kind of back to me thinking maybe Tommy DeVito could be a backup next year. Like, I think that's within the realms of possibility. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you could tell if you told me that now, again, it's a little bit complicated with the Jones injury, but like under normal circumstances, could Tommy DeVito be a backup in this league? It seems like it's actually possible, but um, anyway, the giants go um, not three and out because they had the high catch, but they do punt, punt it away. Lynn gets the ball. You get a Devontae Parker first down, um, a, a, a third down conversion to Zeke Elliott. They get the ball to midfield, and then they even get another first down, but then they kind of stall out. Um, you know, and, and that was frustrating. So the Patriots punted away, and the Giants start out with bad field position at their own six. However, they're able to get some first downs. One to Darius Slayton, and Slayton was was listed as doubtful, but played. You, you never see that. Didn't do a whole lot. I think he had a couple of catches. He was kind of in and out of the game. Uh, but he could use the bye week. But yeah, Slayton toughing it, toughing it out and playing was interesting to see. But anyway, Giants end up in a third and short situation, and they don't convert the first down. So another punt, a really big punt by Jamie Gillen, actually. And now here was a really bad play by Mac Jones. So New England, um, oh, sorry, this wasn't the really bad one. This wasn't the really bad one. It wasn't good, though. Second and seven at their own 35 at the end of the first quarter. Mac Jones, uh, it was intended for Demario Douglas, intercepted by Deontay Banks. So now the Giants get the ball. Um, and, and the last play of the first quarter is a 19-yard run for Saquon. Now it's in New England territory. However... The Giants, they also kind of stall out right on the range and the periphery of a field goal chance. They don't come through. And so they punt it away. New England starts out in their own, you know, deep in their own territory. They go three and out. So the Giants start out with decent field position. And the Giants caught a break where, in the sense that the ball on the punt goes off of Nick McLeod, but he's able to recover it. It just seems like that's happening a lot where the Giants have come close to disaster. And they seem to be the ones that are recovering fumble. You know, in this game, obviously it was just interceptions, but recovering their own fumbles in a lot of cases. Um, but anyway, the Giants, like I said, start out with decent field position, but they go three and out. So New England gets the ball back, and this is the drive with the really, really bad Mac Jones pick. So now they're starting to move the ball. Ramondre Stevenson, 15-yard run. Demario Douglas with a couple of uh, quick plays for yardage that worked. Um, and, and even a third and 15 conversion from Jones to Devontae Parker. Ultimately, it's third and fourth, the Giant 23. Mac Jones faces pressure from, 
I think Isaiah Simmons, and it intercepted by Bobby Okereke. And Bobby Okereke has been a really good giant. That was a really good signing. He's been playing with injury and, and playing very well. But just a really bad play by Mac Jones. Um, just horrible. And Okereke returns it all the way to the New England 26. But it gets worse from here. And again, gets <laughs> gets worse from a wanting the Giants to lose standpoint. They convert a couple of really big third downs. A third and eight for, to Jalen Hyatt for 12 yards. And then add to the two-minute warning, third and 10 at the 12. Terrible tackling by the Patriots. It's DeVito to Isaiah Hodgins for a 12-yard touchdown. Just If there's a tackle made there, then it would have put the Giants in a position where either they take the chip shot field goal or they go for it on fourth. But it doesn't play out that way. They get the touchdown at 7-0. And New England gets the ball back under two minutes. Doesn't do anything with it. Um, they punt it away. Giants get the ball back. They don't do a whole lot with it anyway. 7-0 going into the second half. Matt Jones is benched. Bailey Zappi is in. And the Patriots get their one touchdown drive to start the second half. Randy Bullock uh, kicks it out of bounds. So New England starts at the 40. Ramondre Stevenson with a 13-yard run. Uh, third and 13 conversion from Zappi to Douglas. Sorry, not at third. No, it made it fourth and one. He was just short. But then Stevenson on a direct snap gets the first down. Uh, then... Another third down conversion, well, not another one on this drive, but in the game. Demario Douglas with that. Then on second and 10, Zappi to, uh, I think his name's Ty Tyquan Thornton for 15 yards. And then first and goal to seven, Ramondre Stevenson uh, scores. Seven-yard touchdown, ties it up at seven. And then the Giants, Patriots have momentum at this point. Third and 16 of the Giant 19, and Tommy DeVito, 41 yards to Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt is such a threat, but a bad job by the Patriots. You can't let him get behind you. Ultimately, it doesn't lead to the Giants scoring because then the Patriots get a sack. They stop him, but it did flip the field position. And so now the Patriots have the ball deep in their own territory. They do get out of there. And, but unfortunately, they end up just short of a first. Fourth and one at the New England 39. Originally ruled the first down, but correctly changed. Stevenson was just short. So now the Giants get the ball back after a punt. Um... This goes from the third of the fourth quarter. And it looked like, again, Patriots are doing well. Giants end up punting fourth and seventh round 22. New England gets the ball. Not great field, but again, Jamie Gillen did a really good job in this game. So here's the situation. First and 10 to 35 and Bailey Zappi intended for Juju Smith-Schuster. Triple coverage and uh, Xavier McKinney with the interception. So finally, Xavier McKinney does something like, you know, inter uh, not to say he's done nothing, nothing this year, but that... You know, I feel like Xavier McKinney's like best highlights of his career are usually when I don't want him to do something. And here he gets an interception, brings it to the New England 32 yard line, and that and so they gave the Giants the field position they needed. And eventually, after some hiccups along the way, a 42 yard field goal for Randy Bullock that he just sneaks in, just got it in there, and the Giants take a 10 to seven lead. Then New England has a drive where they pick up one first down, but then Zappi's sacked by Jihad Ward. And the Patriots punted away with about a little more than five minutes left. But the Giants go three and out. So now New England gets the ball back. Mind you, with two timeouts left, the timeouts ended up not really making a big difference, but they have two timeouts left, 3.15 left in the game at, with good field position. The ball is at midfield to start. However, we get to the two-minute warning, and New England is faced with a fourth and four, but they get the first down. Juju Smith-Schuster, five-yard catch for the first down. Then, a couple plays later, Ramondre Stevenson, 13-yard run. So New England, down by three, a minute and, let's say, 15 seconds left, maybe a little minute, minute and 20, and it's first and 10 of the Giant 22. 
down by three. So at worst, you're thinking, now, I was thinking pessimistically, so I'm thinking, they're not going to score at all here. And sure enough, that's what happened. But Stevenson with a two-yard run, like, Belichick and Bill O'Brien were going so conservative. I understand you've been turning over a lot. I do get that, and so you don't want to go crazy. But come on, go with some pace here. Show some confidence. And it just wasn't there. So second and eight, Zappy to Juju Smith-Schuster incomplete. And then Thornton um, with a three-yard run on third and eight to put them in a better field goal position. Now look, Ryland should have... This is a 35-yard field goal. I don't care about the conditions. As much as I'm mad about being conservative, you got to make this field goal. It's like less, it's basically an extra point. It's really what it is. And he goes wide left and the ball game's over. The Giants sneak this one out 10 to 7. Really was hoping for overtime there. Didn't happen. And now the Giants improve to 4 and 8. They're on a two game winning streak. They head into the bye. They'll come out of it facing a surging Green Bay Packer team. They've been playing a lot better lately. They just won on Thanksgiving at Detroit. So, but yeah, it, it's tough. I, I, I'm not feeling good about this. Like even as frustrated as I was at some of those losses earlier on, it's like, well, this could still turn out to be good because, all right, maybe they could end up with a really bad record. Then Daniel Jones gets hurt. They get all these injuries. Like, wow, we really could end up with a bad record. Fast forward now a couple weeks. Like, wow, did that change? It really, the Giants had a chance. Now I think you're looking at a situation where at best, at absolute best, you're ending up maybe fifth or sixth, which is kind of around where you are now. That's to me at best and at worst. I think this could go down into like the early teens. I really think that this could be a situation where you go anywhere from maybe five to let's say 13. Um, that's just how I'm seeing this playing out. And that's too bad because really what it was, was you were kind of in that two to four range and, and you're just not there. And I don't think that they'll get back there. The only way that that could happen is they lose out. And I don't think they're going to for a many, for a many number of reasons. What will be interesting is if Tyra Taylor is healthy coming out of the bye, who's the quarterback? I tend to think it'll be Tommy DeVito. I just think that, look, Tyrod's going to be a free agent. He's coming off of a rib injury. DeVito, like, see what you have. It, this doesn't mean I think he's going to be like a starting quarterback, because I don't. I really don't. But why not? You know, um, and will, and will there come a time when Tyrod comes in? That's very well possible. That, but I think that if you had to ask me who I think is starting against the Packers, it's probably DeVito. I feel pretty comfortable in saying that. So again, uh, you got that Dable, Wink, Martindale, tensions, kind of uh, boiling news again before the game, but he ends up getting the game ball. So it's funny how that plays out. But, you know, again, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi were horrible. Tommy DeVito kind of did what he had to, and the Giants sneak out of MetLife with an ugly 10-7 to win over New England, one in which I don't think was necessarily a good one. But that's just how this shit goes. So they are 4-8. They will head into a bye, a late bye, a week 13 bye, and they will come out of it with a Monday night game home against the Green Bay Packers.